I don't know. Depends how how aesthetic you think your balls are. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Welcome to another episode of Calling Gvithion. <gasps> that's right. That's right. He's not here yet, and we wanted to start recording. So we're going to record without him and then call him. How's about that? This is a special episode. How are you doing, Oli? Oh, I'm awesome. Nice. I'm so good, actually. Why? Because I am just I'm energetic. Why? My testosterone is flowing. Are you doping? I'm doping. Huh. I'm currently doping right now. How do you feel about testosterone, actually? This is a good question uh, right I off the bat. I want it so bad. If I want to be perfectly honest, it's just I'm too much of a sissy. To to uh, to dope. Yeah, to take extra. You, I assume you have some to testosterone. To sports dope. I assume you have, you have some sort of baseline. Of, te- testosterone? of testosterone? I'm assuming I do. I'm Created not dead. Created by your testes. Yes. Manufactured by my testicles, without which I would feel significantly worse. But I would just, I would just love to get a bolus. Mm-hmm. Just so I could feel something. Just a fat bolus. Just a fat bolus. You think that's going to help you feel something? Testosterone? Maybe. You're just going to feel rage. I'd love to feel rage. You don't feel rage? Rarely. Huh. I feel rage. Frequently. Do I, feel, do I feel rage frequently? You're more of a rageful person than I am. Absolutely. You pick fights with random people all the time. Yeah. You love picking fights. I hate fights. Yeah. I, I'm more confrontational, for sure. Yeah. You know who's not confrontational? Speaking of, and also somebody who actually knows a little bit of something about pharmacology. And testosterone. And testosterone. Who takes that on the dej. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. The bicentennial man. Absolutely. The million dollar Baby. adolescent. <laughs> uh, shall we call him? Let's call him. Dial some numbers. William. All right, let's call Monrithion. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Hello, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's an anonymous number. Who is this? Ah, it's because I'm always calling Who is this? presidents and whatnot, so I'd like to hide my number. Ragnar, uh, boys. is that you? Yeah. Oh. By the way, speaking of calling presidents, did you guys... I was in Akureyri once, which is a town in Iceland, for those of you not in the know, and I was sitting with some peeps around my age. I was, at, I don't know, 18 or something at the time, and one of them said that his friend, do you remember this, some... Icelandic dude apparently called the White House and mm. set up a meeting with yes. Obama yeah. or something and like claimed to be the president of Iceland? I don't remember what he claimed, but I do remember this in the news of somebody prank calling the White House and actually setting up a meeting with the president, yeah. Yeah, and apparently they had some like line, so some number that isn't like super publicly known that just went straight to uh, Obama's assistant Barack or something now not to obams yeah. himself but and then he this person claimed to have that number and like gave it to me so for ages in my phone i had white house but i was always too scared to call it that makes sense so i can't verify whether i did or did not have a direct line to the white house but i may have you probably did i probably <laughs> did you met this guy no 
So these were friends of his. Who gave you the number? Yeah. I bet they closed that number. If you started spreading that number around. Yeah, they probably closed it. I mean, you could always blame him. Do you still have that Can number? I... Uh, I had an old phone somewhere. Can I blame him? Can I blame someone else for me committing... It's not even a crime, though. You haven't committed anything. He just said he gave you this number of this person or, or something and didn't tell you why. Is that... So, hey, a friend, a friend gave me this number. Who is this? Is it ever a crime? Is it ever a crime to call a phone number? Can that ever be a crime? Oh, well, no. Spuriously calling nine one one or whatever. Yeah, that's a crime, right? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I I assume so. It is it's at least a misdemeanor. So it can be a crime to call a phone number, but it can never be. I guess there's always a legitimate reason to call any phone number. Is there? Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. Well, but could, is there always could. a legitimate reason for you to call a phone number? No, probably not. Unless I really needed to reach the president. Could there? Could there be? See, I mean, it would be illegal, maybe, to make someone call a number. I mean, it can always be illegal to force someone to do something. Yes, I guess so. So, being forced to call somewhere, then that would make that calling someone illegal. What is the crime? Like, if I forced you to call the president, what's the crime? Is it, I guess it's like threatening you. Yes. Yeah. I can only force you it's, under uh, some sort of duress. I don't know. You robbed me of my autonomy. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's got to be like blackmail or something. Like, do this or I'll. Indentured servitude? Yeah, maybe. Slavery. <laughs> slavery? <laughs> yeah, slavery is a crime. <laughs> At least in the United States of America. Yeah, yeah. Can you free? Can you be done I, for I slavery you. for just a one-off thing? Is it slavery if I make you do one thing? <laughs> I could, I could claim it is maybe. Yeah. He subjected me to slavery. Fuck. Yeah, he made me help him move IKEA furniture, and I really didn't want to. I guess that's slavery. Human trafficking. So human trafficking actually does involve forcing people to do stuff they don't want to do, right? Because you don't even really have to do any. Also, a cop trafficking. in the middle of the street directing traffic is forcing people to do something they don't want to do. It's quite literally human trafficking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you said like helping to move without, if they don't give you pizza afterwards, yeah. it's slavery. Yeah, that's an unwritten thing, right? If, if somebody helps you move, yes. you buy pizza. Pizza beer. or beer. Pizza and, and beer. beer. Pizza right? and beer, for sure. Yes, yes. Otherwise yeah, you're pizza. just an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Pizza, well, pizza and beer slash beer equivalent. My right? ex-mother-in-law had a great strategy with this. She used to move all the time and whenever she would, she'd have a party and usually she would be moving places that were very close by. She'd have a big party mm-hmm. and part of the party was to move all the shit to the new apartment and continue the party there. Oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. You can also, you can sort of lube up a bunch of dudes with alcohol. Give them, them the, up? Yeah. Give them the beer beforehand and then once they're nice and toasty, then you're like, hey, I bet you guys can't move this shelf for me. <laughs> and they absolutely we're will. We're totally, totally good. <laughs> hey, I bet you can. Piano's pretty heavy. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you're strong. Aren't we're you moving strong? the piano. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best idea I've ever heard. I'm going to do that now. Yeah, party and continue the party at a new venue. But you might end up with a bunch of broken shit. Yeah, but I mean, that's the price you pay. For free moving yeah. on the party. Yeah, I mean, there's no such thing as a free moving. No, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. Moving is like one of the worst things. It's better than slavery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and human traffic. Yes. Unless it's the, yeah, directing traffic kind. Yeah. But we we were going to ask you about something, Gwilym. What were we going to ask you about? Testosterone. Yeah. 
Should I take yes. exogenous testosterone? No. Why not? Come on. Don't ruin my Why? dreams here. It's, Why? Because I want to be muscular. It's, yeah. it's definitely not clever. I want to be, be a paragon of human development. I mean, I think you produce enough yourself. No, I beg to differ. I don't think you need to take any. Me, personally? No, but I do think that one day you should take some. So, yeah, so you're on the HRT train. Uh, so like repl replacing it once you get old? Hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, so when you're an old man and you stop testosteroning with your I've balls. heard funny things about this. Apparently, when guys start getting their hormone replacement therapy, their libido skyrockets. Yeah, I mean, of and course. And their equally aged wives cannot keep up with them. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. You're just getting jacked up on testosterone. You're getting literally jacked. You're going to be angry and horny, and that's all you're going to be. And old. And jacked. And jacked. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, because usually when you do that, you try to keep it within a certain, a normal range. Way outside the range. If, if you want to go high much higher. I want to be secreting testosterone from my eyeballs. Oh. Yeah. So you so you don't care about cancer and... Does, does testosterone give you cancer? Does it cause cancer? I mean, prostate, of course. I mean, I don't prostate. know. Maybe that's not true. They're just prostate. What if you... But there are liver, risk of liver that liver damage and cancer. Yeah, but with, with, with testosterone esters injected into my buttocks? I mean, I think... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> At least what those guys that do a lot of it, yeah, they tend they they tend to get like some liver problems. Yeah, but isn't that from the orally administered bullshit that they take the androgens and like the infinite protein they're always eating? Which isn't fucks, that just but a that total fucks with your kidney, right? I, I mean, one thing it will basically de destroy your testicles. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who needs them? He already has I've had my kids. Yeah. I, I'm I'm having. Another child, I'll maybe I'll probably have three. So after that, it, you, what you're basically saying is after that, go nuts, or you know, without absolutely forego, go nuts. Forego nuts <laughs> is perhaps a more precise way to put it. I don't know. Depends how how aesthetic you think your balls are. My balls are not aesthetic. No, no, no. I mean, they, the last word you would use if you saw them. <laughs> they're they're literally gonna just disappear. Yeah, but like balls reasons. are universally. Unesthetic. Yeah, they're just nobody enjoys the look of a pair of balls, especially when you like when you've had three kids. You're reaching an up. age. You're reaching an age where they're going to become saggy old man balls. Yeah, which nobody enjoys. Yeah, that's far, few, and far between the enjoyers of saggy old man balls. <laughs> <laughs> I can't rare. personally. I can't wait to dry my balls in the shower at the gym. My saggy old man balls Ugh. reaching down to my knees. I'm gonna dry him. But have Ugh. you thought about reading about this? Of course I have. I bet you he already has read about this. I have read about this. What I'm worried about is I'm just such a sissy. That's my issue. What I'm worried about is the conversion of testosterone to estrogen and right. getting man titties. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't want. I prefer I mean the acne, why don't you whole just... acne part of it. Sort of also is off-putting to me. The back knee. The back knee. Why don't you just take estrogen instead? Why would I take estrogen? <laughs> just seems like you, the opposite. You of said what you. you yeah, it seems yeah, like, yeah, it seems like that's exactly the hormone I do not want. I was trying to avoid the estrogen. You can use. You can actually use the tamoxifen, like breast cancer drug, to avoid that. The estrogen. So take a bunch of testosterone along with tamoxifen. How, I mean, how shitty is it that there's really nothing you can do to increase your natural testosterone? 
Like, oh, get better sleep. Like, I'm trying, I, bro. I, I, st- <laughs> I still don't know why you would, why you need that if you are within normal range. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. It makes sense. But dare to dream. Of what? Of, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems tantalizing to me. So you to get have more this... man hormone and be more man. You have this weird like male bimbo fetish where yeah. you want to become just this like this ogre. This absolute <laughs> ogre. Like so jacked you can hardly speak. I want to become an ogre. And I don't understand why. I don't know. It's, it's because necessary. perhaps because I, I grew up watching Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Why did you do that? Well, my father just wanted to watch them. So that's what we watched, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. But Arnold's never, I guess when he was competing, but in the movies he was never like fake tanned up, all oily and stuff. You enjoy those sorts of things. I do. I do enjoy oiled up, fake tan, muscular men. Sue me. Uh, I might. I mean, I'm an enjoyer. You are? Yeah. But uh, you mentioned something before. So uh, we'll move away from this whole testosterone thing and my, my... my considering it, but I'm not really considering it because you're I, too scared. I'm too scared. I, I, I'd never. I don't think I'd ever do it. But I, as soon as I put the needle in my buttock, I'll, I'll have a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, of yeah for sure. Like I, I'm about to. <laughs> anyway, but you were talking about something before about how you were going to solve the world's problems. Oh, before we started recording. Yeah, and I, I'd like to. I'd like to hear those ideas and and react to them live. Okay, good. So I was talking to them before we started recording. You're part of this, so listen carefully. I think I saw, so in my notes here, it says that I've solved all racism, sexism, and interhuman bias. Wait, were you recording before you called me? No, we were speaking. Ah. But of course we were recording before we called you. Wow, way to break the fourth wall, (laughs) Gudion. Anyway. We literally called you on air. Yeah. So we were recording before we called you. So here's my thought, my late night thought that I had the other day. Yeah. Okay. So people, people all over the world, all over the world, they they like to uh, divide people into factions, right? Into groups, in groups, out groups. You know, they like to create dividing lines, etc. Circle of trust, I guess. Right. So that's where stuff like uh, these these prejudices come from, right? You have like an in group, and then you don't like that out group. You know, like you have the cone nipple people and the spiral nipple people and they hate each other because they found this weird thing that divides them, etc. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume that this is correct. You talked about this like a long time ago. You, you've you done this before in this. I've done what before? Okay. Solved solved racism? About spiral nipples? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, po- an example? the, point, the point here is that people divide people along lines and it causes conflict and How issues, right? long are these right? lines? They're long. Okay, yeah. The problem is, <laughs> problem is that you go all over the world and the lines are different, right? Depending on societal factors and all these different factors, right? Like people hate each other. They hate different people for different reasons all over the world, right? There's no universal classification system of people, no universal dividers of people. Right? I hate Nespresso salesmen. Yeah, right. But not everyone hates an espresso salesman, right? That's true. So the point mm-hmm. is that yeah. like people divide, divide the human race into all these groups and it's all different and people hate each other for different reasons, et cetera, et cetera, right? And it's all stupid and bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only reasonable conclusion to reach from this 
is that we simply haven't found a classification system that is good enough. We haven't optimally subdivided the population into groups that can hate each other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if we create the one perfect dividing line and divide humanity along those lines, mm -hmm. then instead of having all this sort of random hate that causes all these knock-on issues, you can just have one singular hate that we all know about and we can mm. factor into everything that we do. Fight fire with fire. Yeah, so just create one mega prejudice that splits everyone down the like middle. Like stereo stereotype. Yeah, but just one. Just create, find the perfect way to divide people and just be like, you two groups are allowed to hate each other. It's two groups. Yeah, it's optimal that way, right? Or maybe not, maybe... See, this... It's got me thinking, this is why in the movies, an alien invasion is always the perfect thing to bring people together, right? Because that's the perfect divider. We can all hate the aliens, oh, which yes. makes us not hate each other. Yes. But for now, we don't have aliens. So we need to create one outgroup. And the optimal way, to, if we just create one minority outgroup, that just leads to a genocide of them. So it has to be an even split, I think. Yeah, that's true. So that we have equal forces yeah and then we need to just make sure that there's mutually assured destruction so no one fucks with each other and then you have a divided global world peace that lasts forever but it has to be the perfect division uh, then people could just move on with their lives within their own group yeah and no more racism allowed yeah because you already hate this other group so much more you don't have any reason to hate so united by hate yeah mm. do you think this just would stop people from hating other from other reasons. No, it would make them hate the other group. Yeah, but that's a controlled yeah, but they would just start to, hate. They would start to. You're talking about dividing the whole humanity into two pieces. Yeah, yeah. Two, two, like, yeah. That's they're just gonna find. They're just gonna find a reason to hate someone within each side. But that's so we we create a a government a single a one world government that very carefully pulls the puppet strings and stokes the fires the sort of flames of this uh, of this hatred enough so that every day you're reminded of your hatred for the other group. It needs to at least partially incorporate, you know, geographical proximity. No, but they're, they're on the other side of the world, so that's not what, close enough. What is that thing that meets in Davos every year? I don't know. Uh, the, the world financial something, no. Do you not know what I'm talking about? No, no World finance, those, the, the conspiracy theorists are all freaking out over. Uh, World Economic Forum. Yes, aren't they the deep, deep? They're the deep, deep state. state. The government, the deepest deep of states. state. Yeah, aren't they the deepest state? And it's already there. Ragnar, the the one government. So you want everyone to hate them? No. Or oh, you want to said? Yeah, yeah. The, but the, the whether or not we already have a a one world, a new world order sort of one government. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we do. I mean, absolutely, yeah, yeah. but they're not doing a good enough job of doing exactly what I'm asking them to. Divide humanity along one line into two groups, actively maintain that animosity, mm -hmm. but in a way where there's no actual fighting, put them on opposite ends of the earth, right? Make mm -hmm. it a theoretical hatred. Separated by a literal ocean, maybe? Yeah. And then... That you cannot cross. And then you have two entirely peaceful... Communities. Communities. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But why don't we have a world president? Why don't we have one world governance because people don't want i mean you see it like people hate the eu because i want to make my own rules about banana size instead of <laughs> my bananas bigger european bananas too small yeah so like people don't take too kindly to that sort of shit 
But like, I feel like in every sci-fi movie that happens in the future, there's like a world government. I mean, there will be a world president, won't there? I don't know. Who alive today Donald would be a good J. world president? Trump. Elon Musk. <laughs> Donald J. Trump? Elon Musk, no. So isn't this no, the same? What? Oh my God. <laughs> isn't this the same question that we already asked once where we were saying... The embodiment of the hive mind, so it's Kim Kardashian. No, where if the aliens came <laughs> and we had to send a duo... Were you there for that episode? I think I was. We had to send a duo and we said Greta Thunberg and David Attenborough or something. And then we talked about some other people. Isn't this the functionally the same question when you say who do you want to be world president? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So In it's many ways. David Attenborough with vice president of Greta Thunberg or something. David Attenborough really does instill the best in us. I mean, for... For all, for all, everything in the world, they would be the best. I mean, no, but a president, I, I mean, what does a president really do? You know, Just they talk listen, about the environment. Coordinate drone strikes. They absolutely coordinate drone strikes. They talk about... Environment, apparently. And steal Medicare. Apparently, to your idea, they talk about the environment. I mean, they do. They do talk about the environment. Did you send Greta Thunberg? I don't, Is that a good idea? I don't know. I like the one half of this duo, which is David Attenborough. I mean, you couldn't find a, a friendlier grandpa. Yeah, but do you you want to... The thing is, so my original duo was uh, David Attenborough and Jay-Z. Yeah, no, I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah, because then one's no. the friendly grandpa, one's the cutthroat businessman yeah. from the streets. I mean, it's clearly Kanye. Kanye yeah, or Ye. Easy. Don't send Kanye. He don't be, send Kanye. Kanye's world president. <laughs> He's already world president. He's already God. I think if there's going to be a world president, they will have essentially no powers other than publicity. It'll be like the Icelandic president, which is why you don't need anyone who's good at anything except just being a nice person and talking. And so it could like, just be chat GPT. Should probably be chat could GPT. Be. World president, chat GPT, world president. That's really signing, signing away our agency. Yeah. But Spe in a good way. Speaking of chat GPT, I actually have a secondary talking point that I wrote down the other day. We can discuss the implications thereof. So, uh, ChatGPT exists, right? Well, we, yes. It does, right? Uh, can we all assume and agree to assume that uh, in the near future, it will have integrated uh, vo speech recognition and uh, text-to-speech production so that you can basically just talk with it? Yeah, I think that's a safe assumption. Yes. Right? That could already be done. Yeah, yeah, that can already be done and it's yeah. only going to get better. So you're basically going to end up having this little, uh, these robot things that you can just talk to and interact with at all times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so do we think these are going to be implemented everywhere? Like you're going to go into a store and you're going to have, everyone will have their Apple fucking AirPods in and that'll automatically Bluetooth connect to the fucking system in the shop and it'll be, hello there, how can I help you today? And then you're just talking to some goddamn robot. Be like, I'm looking for a shirt. They'll be like, well, okay, if you take 12 steps forward and then three steps to the right, you'll find the shirts. Do you think that's going to happen? Yeah, I guess. Probably. Yeah. Okay, go on, go on. World peace, buying pants, world peace. So this might contribute to world peace, what I'm talking about. So anyway, this is going to happen. So you're going to have these ubiquitous robot things that you're going to interact with all the time, and they're going to be speaking to you, etc. Yeah. Eventually, this is going to fuse with big data, right? And these robots that you're speaking it's to... fuse with big data. It, I mean, it already is an offshoot of big data, but it's going to fuse with like demographic data and all this sort of stuff. Facial so that recognition. You are, no, so you're going to basically 
speak to a robot thing somewhere, some commercial entity or whatever, I don't know. Do you think that this robot within a short conversation is going to be able to accurately place you into whatever bins it needs to? Is it going to be able to like place you accurately on the IQ spectrum, on the income spectrum, like predict what your entire demographics are and basically just like robot prejudice you? Just say like, I, I see what you are and I'm going to classify you into this box here and treat you accordingly. Is that what's going to happen? That's the, the good name of the episode, Robot Prejudice. Yeah, is, are we going to reach a place where we're going to have these AI fucks powered by ChatGPT just putting us into these boxes all the time, being like, oh, I'm now speaking to a person with an IQ of this, with these experiences, blah, 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 blah and then I will treat them accordingly. So I better keep my uh, explanations very simple and to the point. Yeah. And then it's going to just do whatever. It's going to, if it thinks you're bad with money, it's going to try to upcharge you. If it thinks you're dumb in some way, it's going to try to like trick oh, you in those ways. Not, yeah. help, not help you save money, you know, but try to take money no. away from you. Yeah, but they're capitalists. They're yeah, always going to yeah, try to extract it's the capitalist. Most. It's an embodiment of the capitalist machine. Yeah. But that would be a cool thing to be able to have a one minute conversation with someone and estimate their IQ to a very accurate degree. You don't think it's possible? I wonder if it is, but you need a sort of any conversation, not a not a specific conversation with specific questions, but sort of any discourse. Within reason, right? Yeah, yeah within reason. I reckon it's with an advanced enough uh, training set. It's a then, big old chonkin, chonker of a training set. Then I think an AI could have a at least a five-minute conversation with a person, just sort of a back and forth, and relatively accurately gauge a lot of these sorts of things. Mm. That would be cool. Just based on vocabulary and then what they start Then you could start segregating and, people on the basis of IQ, yeah. which would probably be, you know, it's below 100, above 100. That's your split. Smart versus dumb people. So is that the world peace split? Yeah. Smart people are at one heck of an advantage, but they're not as strong. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's the Neanderthals and Homo sapiens all over again. Oh, you're gonna get cancelled. Yeah. I don't I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> but they're so strong over there. I don't wanna go. Is this the is is that the optimal split? I don't th so it is a split. I I don't think it's an optimal enough split because it doesn't uh yeah, I mean, Breed you suck true. the resources out of the stupid population until the rich population is the only one, the, the, the smart one is the only one that's left. There is the potential of that. There's also the fact that it doesn't breed true. Oh, I so we need plumbers. You can have, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, sorry. You can have you two that. people that are IQ below 100. Yeah. And they can have a child with an IQ above 100. That's true. That, ah, shit. This doesn't that's breed true. world peace when you're taking a child you're and right. shipping them across the Absolutely. divide. That is an extremely good point. So you need stuff that breeds true. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what is exactly. No. Ah, you're right. So the only the only thing I can think of that breeds true is skin color. And that's a, we've already tried we've that already one. We've already tried that. <laughs> that's that's a terrible that definitely one. Didn't, doesn't work. No, it's a bad one to do. No, we, we've spent significant resources and time to try to unwind that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it personally, but I agree that it was a bad idea. Yeah. So I don't really... So I guess ChatGPT, our global president and capitalist overlord, is going to have to figure out the, the principal split. components of humanity. Right? They should be able to take, if they know everything about most people, 
they should be able to sort of find the two, like the the thing that best divides all people into two even groups. Yeah, it's the sandwich like, theorem. Why I still I still think it's so funny to I don't know. I guess you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, thing maybe. is, I don't maybe think you're serious. serious. I don't think you're serious. <laughs> Because no, that's quite the take. I mean, am I ever? Because at least I'm like trying. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm tr I'm keeping away from arguments. Why do you not think this is gonna work? Because I don't really think you. I just don't understand why you need to segregate people into. Because two a groups. common enemy always unites and, people, right? And you think they're just gonna? And what? You don't want them to work together? I do. I want half of everyone to work together, yeah. and the other Why half of everyone to work together. But they're this half. No, don't want them to work together. This half is just going to separate into smaller groups. But no, we, the easiest thing is just to find aliens. Or, I guess that yes. Or fake them, fake aliens. Yeah, I mean that's also that's the same as I finding mean, aliens. I think more <laughs> they should all be against the same one, not half of them against each other. Okay, so everyone hates one group. So that that's the thing because you can't create that that small minority group out of people, right? Because then they'll just kill them. People versus machines. Or people don't have to hate someone. Bro, people always I mean, have to hate though. That's the thing. It's why? unfortunate. People be hating because I don't know why, but they do they do always feel the need yeah, to I hate. Yeah, no, but you're just taking now this as a reason to why things can't be different. It's the same reason as someone's like Oh, we've always had discrimination, therefore we should just have it. We've always had rich and poor, therefore we should just have it that way. There's always been, like, it's just conservatism. It's just nice. like, things have always been like that, therefore they are always like, have to be like that. What's that machine in Star Trek that just creates stuff, like matter synthesizer or something? I'm looking forward to right. that invention. Because they had basically solved all the world's problems because of an invention that just synthesized whatever you wanted it to. It's like a 3D printer, but it printed everything. I, see, I don't level. think that would solve anything because we're already largely post-scarcity if we want it to be, but we just don't want to be because no, people are dicks. But this would be like, print me a Tesla, and now everybody has a Tesla. So it's the ultimate... Uh, it's like the ultimate... Equalizer. Yeah, it's the ultimate equalizer. And after that, the whole story was that money became totally obsolete because of that. Yeah, but it's... It, doesn't follow any laws of physics. It can't be done. You can't have a matter synthesizer like that, can you? Well, they can in Star Trek. I guess if you at feed it with... At least according to what we know. If you just feed it with anything, any any matter, technically you should be able to get a machine that just rearranges those protons, neutrons, and electrons yeah. into the matter that you want. Yeah, that was the idea. So I could just you just feed it a bunch of dirt. Yeah. And it gives you a Tesla. Yeah. It's the Philosopher's Stone. Will that solve it though? I don't know. Like my my grand hypothesis here is basically that people require hate. So I'm trying to like harness that into just one singular hate yeah, that's I mean, overarching. Yeah, and I agree. And leads to nothing bad because you sort of keep that from happening. So you just channel all the hate in one direction and then you leave the rest of the like everything else is positive that they do. Yeah, but there is one there's the puppet master group. There's the third group, right? That doesn't hate anyone. Or that hates everyone. They hate everyone. Yeah. Except that coordinate them. this whole thing. So there is a third group. Yeah, but nobody knows about them. They can never know. <laughs> they can never know. <laughs> no. You can never know. That's the thing about a, a new world order. It has to be secret. Yeah, I, I think. Agree. Those people don't like yeah. it so much. 
Uh, so you fundamentally disagree with my theory, Gudon. Yes. Okay. Okay, it's I'll just... do you one better. I'll do you one better. I had another theory. <laughs> I had another one. So. Bring it. I need to figure out how to how to, t to bring this one out of my noodle. It was the other day. I don't really remember so well. So my point was, we're still talking about prejudice here. Discrimination, right? Yes. So you have people, right? People, people, people are essentially brains, right? Can we agree to that? Walking okay. brains. You're a walking brain, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, and brains are just uh, so they they all they do is collect data, right? That's all they do. I guess they are in many ways a neural network. They have to be all because they're just a little box inside your head. All they do is collect data, right? And what do you do with data? You put it into data sets. Uh, we're at least also interpreting the data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of Some course, way, you interpret yeah. the data, right? But what's the only way to interpret data? It's to just take find what the connections are between two different data points, right? That's the only thing you can do with a raw data set. Well, it means input and output. Right, right. So yeah. that's all people do. They're just walking around making connections, going like, oh, this is it's correlated to this. Yes. Or like this, yeah, this, these things all come together, all correlated to each other. We it's call that wood dog. It has four legs, therefore table. Right. So this whole idea of prejudice and bias, right? Surely it's just spurious connections, isn't it? It's just uh, you're you're creating connections between points that uh, if you had a big enough data set and you analyzed it objectively, you wouldn't find those connections, right? You hate the immigrants well, because of something. You're but assuming if you truly... that this is a software problem. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm saying it's a software problem. Yeah, it could also be a hardware problem. That's it. Just needs a lot of time to fix itself. I mean, people might be hardwired to. Um, be careful of outsiders. Yeah, yeah. Because they take resources and they uh, they uh, take away mating opportunities or something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you have. So it's a little bit of a hardware issue that's mixed in there. Yeah, there's hardware limitations. And you need a really long time to uncouple the amygdala or something from the you know sort of your baseline primal stuff from from the modern world. Yeah. So we're predisposed to a certain kind of output given a certain input. Right. Right. But my, my thing is here, if you want to solve this stuff, then maybe what you need is a another way to just like a sort of brain surgery where you can sever connections. Neurons. You can sever you, neurons well, not, selectively. Not neurons per se, but you can take like you can basically take a USB stick and plug it into someone's forehead. And then you can get like a re like, you know, when people analyze cars, when you take them to the shop and they get like a little reading. Right, yeah, like that like for a person, and yeah. then you can see, like, okay, so this person's made this connection between, like, you know, immigrants and their own poverty. Yeah, cut it, right? And then you just go, like, yeah, cut it, cut that. Immigrants, one. vaccinations, and uh, poverty. Mm, okay, but, but I don't know. Reboot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is it is that the solution? Do, do we need to like wipe it? Do we need to take neuroscience and like really fast track it so that we can just like manually cut these connections? Would that fix the problem? It, it, it sounds so simple, Ragnar, isn't it? Yeah. Is this a better solution? Is this better than the hatred solution? Surely this must be a better solution. I mean, this is just like, this is just, this is not re realistic. Listen, I'm not the executor here. I'm the idea man. I'm the one who's bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing revolution to the table and you're the one saying, oh, I don't have a knife and fork. I can't eat this. Like, I still served you up revolution, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was, I don't a, know, it was but... a very ambiguous recipe. <laughs> <laughs> With unicorn tears and so forth. <laughs>
<laughs> right? So I just cook it. You can just word, word things simple. I mean, I'm trying here. I'm trying my Is best. Is there a neural connection that you would love to have inserted? <laughs> Into myself. Yeah. I'm assuming if yes. you can cut these neurons that you can also fuse neurons. So okay. whenever you see a table, you are now helplessly aroused. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. For example. <laughs> so I say we go around the table and everyone says a connection they would like to create and a connection they would like to sever. Oh, truth or dare. True. So I would like to create a connection between... So I would like to create a connection between sort of acute acute contentedness and long-term happiness. I want, when I'm acutely content, I want that to inspire in me a feeling of being content in the long term. You know what I mean? Mm. So that as long as I live my life being acutely content, whereas sort of every moment that I live, I'm sort of relatively happy with it, then that gives me a feeling of being Long-term Long -term happy. happy. That's the one I want. Yeah, but that's what drugs are, right? But like, regular, you're not thinking about like this. Is that this uh, feedback loop where you always need more? No, because I feel like I've, I feel like I've sort of nerfed it in the beginning, right? <laughs> yeah, but then you're just gonna be some. I don't know. Would it even work to be? You don't think it would work if I had a connection between being content acutely and long-term happy that I would always just be like, God, I'm just so happy all the time. I'm just happy with my life. It's just so good. Everything's great. This will like immediately spiral down to a hardcore narcotic addiction. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately, yeah, 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 yeah. like on the day. Yeah. So I'm just, just popping pills and be like, God, I'm so happy yeah, with yeah, life. That's, that's immediately what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that could ever give you that stable a supply of immediate contentness. Equating long-term happiness. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be drugs, video games. You're going to be playing a video and game, thinking you it's your long-term happy the whole And then you don't give a shit. Yeah. And then you don't give a shit about anything else in life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to end up a, just a meth. You're going to lose all your teeth. You're going to be a meth <laughs> junkie in like five minutes. But I'll be so happy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be so happy. Julian talks about this all the time. But what if you're happy? So, so what? I'm happy. <laughs> Is that a problem? I guess not. So that's the one I want to make. What do I want to sever? I need time to think about this. Do you have anything? I think I would love to make a connection between walking into my office job and actually doing work. <laughs> and like feeling the, the desire to yeah, do work. Yeah, feeling actually conscientious and having the desire to do the work. Because mm. I, I do do a lot of work, but sometimes I sit in my office chair and like, oh my fucking God, I've been here for 500 days in a row straight <laughs> and I just had enough. God damn it. I'm going to go on Facebook. Fuck these guys. Yeah. I, I kind of agree there. Yeah. I think that that's an impossible ask. You can <laughs> do, never do the work when you're at work. It's an impossible ask. No, I'm sorry. That's an impossible ask. No, but you can never, you can never just have that perma connection in your head. Some the, people do. Every day for fucking fifteen hundred years. It's not in a, a row. perma. It's not a perma connection. No, you're fusing like a couple of neurons, so that you associate your work and your office with actual work, mm. which is a good thing. I'm sure you can actually just, you can create I can like that. Pavlov myself. Or like feel motivated, feel motivated when you walk. You can just, if you go to work every day, do a bunch of work and then you go home. Yeah. I mean, that's what it, sh that's what should happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you don't want to. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I'd love to skip the whole work thing, but still have done it. Yeah. yeah that would be the best. I mean, this, it, it, it connects back to the dream everybody has as a kid to have an identical twin that goes to school for you. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Mm. 
It's the same thing. I want to be at home. He goes to school and I take all the credit. I've never thought about that. You've never wanted that? I've never thought about that. No. No? You never had an identical twin? School is fun. School is fun. Okay, but but did you never have, you didn't want someone to do something else for you? Like work. Yeah. Who here thinks school is fun? Guillaume in the back. I think school is fun. I was actually actually (laughs) that, that kid. I was actually that kid. Yeah. I was the teacher's pet. If you had an identical twin, you wouldn't send them to do anything for you? Why work? Yeah, work. But I love school. But what what connection would you create in your head, Cleon? Would I create? Yeah, what neuro neuro blah, blah. I mean, I thought it was excellent, but I feel motivated when I get into work. But I I, I think motivation always would be nice. So what you just want to wake wanna... up motivated? The, the connection, the connection of opening my eyes. How about, motivation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that, Ragnar? <laughs> as, a, as a little change to yours, you associate now. You associate with waking up in the morning with long-term happiness. Yeah, I did actually. That flashed through my head when I was thinking about it. But you wanted more drugs involved. I guess that would be the optimal one because my least favorite part of the day is waking up in the morning. I hate it. Yeah, I've always hated it. Which is a horribly depressing thing to say. <laughs> yeah, but it's the like it's the act of waking up. Waking up is so like. I have good news for you though. Yeah, because at the end of all of this, I never have to do it again. You have never have to wake up again. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I, the the connection I want us, I can say that word sever. sever, sever, sever is the connection to this episode and Monroe. No, I'm joking. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, <laughs> cut that and build severing support. connections. I mean that that <laughs> then you gotta really open up and you gotta open your heart and you gotta you gotta let the world judge. Yeah, for severing connections, like that's what you go to therapy for, right? Yeah, yeah, indeed. That's what you need a trained psychiatrist. But that's the beauty of it. Like, can you imagine getting rid of the whole needing to go to therapy thing? You just go to some weird back alley doctor who just cuts. It's like a little bit, a little bit of eternal sunshine, but just more, more targeted, more targeted. It yeah. it should be get in the shape of a gun. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be like oh, a, yeah, you get severs connections in you your sh- brain. It's just a gun, it's and you like, get to pull the yeah, trigger yourself. Shot in the head, like yeah. yeah. Wow. And then you can do it like up. And then, and then you can no, no, I, that one too far. <laughs> I was gonna say you could put it in your mouth and shoot. Uh, yeah, definitely. That would be so cathartic. Like you put a gun in your mouth, pull the trigger, <laughs> and instead of killing you, which you think is what you want, yes, but you only want the metaphor. It just performs the role <laughs> of the metaphor. Yeah. Do you get the the like the awesome feeling of getting to shoot yourself in the mouth? Like, Tase me, bro. Yeah, you get to yeah. like commit functional suicide and be reborn. It's, it's rebirth. We are. Yeah. We are going very very morbid here. We're going very morbid here. Yeah, but it's a beautiful thing. We may have solved it. So I, pr- just I probably would this. have to. I would probably want to sever my anxiety regarding money. Yeah, that would be nice. But. A healthy dose of anxiety regarding that's money is healthy. True. That is also true. I mean, that's what keeps me off the streets. Yeah, you need a little bit of I need a little anxiety. bit of anxiety. So maybe there is not much I would actually sever. I mean, I'm sure there's something. I have habits. Yeah, you're, I have to stop biting my nails. No, you should sever your hypochondriac. Oh, yeah, tendencies. that one. Associated uh, my feeling my heartbeat with dying. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one you should get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it uh, makes very much sense to do that. To feel that connection. Yeah. So you don't sever that one. No, but that's a good one. I am actually, I have definitely struggled with hypochondria for a while. I know. And I'd love to sever that connection. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I've thank you, Ragnar. Solved you. Give me the gun. 
Put the gun in my mouth. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Good lord. So you guys do like my idea? No. It's important, to me. Of the it's things? important to me that you like one of my many ideas I brought to the table. Oh, the last one, yes. The last one was maybe fine. It's impossible to not to like the, the neuron idea. You can't it's impossible to not like it. Because it's by definition it's awesome? Yeah, because it, it does exactly as intended. Yeah. 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 There's really no room for abuse. Well, ah, if, it's a bit of a monkey's paw. It's a little bit of a monkey's paw. Yeah. I agree. I mean, you could definitely fuck with people's minds. You sort of fiddle with a gun a little bit, and suddenly they love you. I mean, unless oh. you only are allowed to do this once in your life. Oh, oh shit! You get one wish, and no more. No wishing for more wishes, because that's the most yeah. bullshit I ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> but if you only get to do it once, oh, that's. Way I always too had a wish. It when only works. Guion. I was going to say, if it only works once, for example, like gene therapies today, that basically you get one shot and, and you will never get it again. Yeah, but... For example, that 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 he uh, hemophilia B, I think, gene therapy, you basically get one shot, you cannot get it again. So, I mean, it's the same thing. You can just do this once because the immune system is going to fuck you up if you try again. Mm. This, this is a vaccination for racism is what this is. <laughs> I guess. It's not a vaccination, it's a cure. Even better. But it might come back. And then you can't do it again. Oh, shit. Oh. That's the yeah, thing. So if you can is, only do it, it once. It is a vaccine. No, because it already has to be there for you to cut it. So, like, you can cure oh. Oh, one yeah, instance right. yeah, of yeah, racism. Yeah. But if yes. you're, if you become racist again, then you're... But, but would you notice unsavable. it? If you're racist, wouldn't you, would you notice? Wouldn't you just want to disconnect the idea that you know of people that you hate? The connection right. between that so there is anything kind. So let's say that you're a raging anti-Semite, and then you sever the the Semitic connection in your brain so that you no longer think that Jews exist. Is that what you're saying? Is that how you solve the anti-Semitism? Or, 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 yeah, but no, no. Or they would just be like, no, I want to connect What's because you think you know you know the nice Jew on the corner, and then it's just like, no, I I cannot like him. I have to hate all of them. And then you just like disconnect the connection. No, it's just a no. It's just a nice person on the corner. No, it's a person. No, it's a person you would hate. You just want to hate that person. <laughs> you still hate him, but you don't know that he's a Jew. Oh, yeah. I just, I just don't. It was, it was a bad example. But so you're saying that you get rid of, you get rid of the the moral the knowledge issue. of the <laughs> yes. of why you hate them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the but you still hate like you them. still hate them. <laughs> That's insane because what a waste of the gun or the one bullet you get. <laughs> yeah, your but, brain will but absolutely just make they the probably, connection again. They probably would never be like, I don't want to hate them anymore. I'm gonna get rid of it. That's what they're never gonna do. Yeah, that but you know. Uh, so there is no cure. You have to force them to do it. Yeah, but then that's where the new world order steps in. Yeah, it's okay. always a one world government. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But did you ever have any like wishes when you were a kid? Uh, I had a so I have an example. I, uh, I think I, I saw this in some sort of cartoon or something when I was a kid. There was a kid who found a little device, and about the size of a like a like a CD player. Yeah, like a pocket, like a like a. What Are you talking called? about the watch, Bernard's watch, where you could stop time? No, 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 because that one would be awesome. That, would that be one came awesome. later. It was uh, it was a device that he put under his pillow along with a book. And if he slept on that device and the book, then he would absorb all of the knowledge in the book overnight. Ooh, that's pretty dumb. As if he had read it very meticulously. Okay. I would rather just take a pill 
If we're living in fantasy land, why do I have to sleep on two separate items? No, I mean, that was just the day I saw this as a kid and I thought it was a great idea. All right, that all way right, I could right. just sleep in the library. Or at home. And it wasn't even limited to one book. He, he was stacking books. Oh, he was kid. stacking books? He was stacking books and, and putting that machine. He was sleeping, sleeping vertical. Fuck. Yeah, but he was smart. I mean, he's got to be smart. Yeah, I mean, after all those books. That was one I always connected with. You wanted to learn more. I wanted to... Yeah, but without the effort. Without the effort, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the key here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All circles back to the work thing. Uh, did I have... So I liked the watch that I talked about where he could stop time with a pocket watch. I was partial to that one. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. But that power is going to corrupt you. 100%. Is the thing. I'm cognizant uh, of that. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. have a watch that could stop time and you can fuck with people while time is stopped, that's going to corrupt you. Within like 12 seconds. Yeah. You're going to do something you shouldn't be doing. Uh, yeah. I'll be giving wet willies. Yeah, and you're going to rob places and, and yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly. basically just going to be a self-serving little Draw psychopath. a Hitler stash on the president. Yeah. Oh, it would be so good though. Yeah. So that's one. <laughs> it would corrupt me, but I'll take it. Yeah. I want the stop time thing. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. What, what would be your childhood wish? I always thought I, I would like to be invisible. Nice. On command or permanently? No, on command. I could be like, oh, I'm going to be invisible now. Yeah, That's a kind of like stopping time. Yeah, without the time stopping element. Yeah. It's got all the voyeurism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got all the voyeurism of the time stopping. The point was, I wanted to get into places like I could just walk in somewhere and see what happens there. Fly on the wall. Yeah, exactly. I mean... You were a teenage boy. You wanted to get into places to see what happens there. We all know what you're talking about. Yeah, bro. But you would, if you're invisible, you would also be basically infinitely rich, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? Well, because bro, you can steal. You can make more money with the time yeah, stopping yeah, than I the guess, invisible thing. So time stopping. I also actually had a thing that I. It would be really awesome to have a similar sort of device where you can set up like a a save point. And yeah. then try again. Yeah, quick save and quick load. Yeah. 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 But if you could do it extremely granular, for example, so that, you know, I could retry, you know, the past three seconds over and over and over again, then regardless of my ability, I could probably be a professional athlete in most sports, right? Well, maybe not sprinting. Not sprinting, not the individual sports, no, but the team sports. But you could do yeah. it in chess. Yeah, chess, hundred percent. Yeah, oh, no way. You'd still suck at chess, even with infinite time. You would not beat Magnus Carlsen. <laughs> no, that's true. But like, uh, like that would physical take you an eternity. Physical team sports. Like, I could probably play for Real Madrid if I got to redo everything I did as many times as I wanted. But isn't the time stop thing more useful there? Sort of slightly nudge the ball on the correct trajectory because no because i would get caught like this is filmed by millions of cameras not millions of cameras. yeah people millions of cameras. Cameras. oh he's stopping the time that's They're, what he's doing no no but they would be like why is this player always like glitching in and out of places like he was in this spot and then all of a sudden he's moved yeah you need to be able to return to the same spot same spot same position it's impossible same velocity yeah it's isn't impossible. that like a, that that breaks the laws of physics i think yeah so this like i would get caught people would think i was a witch and they would burn me yeah it's it's insane so i think the redoing i've thought yeah, about the this the redoing is also basically going back in time yeah i mean you save just before you buy a lottery ticket yeah then you see the numbers then you go back yeah but that's that's too much effort because once you go back you have to replay all the stuff that happened so I'm thinking there's like, 
this replay stuff, you it's maybe maximum like a minute. Mm. I would want so to be acutely. No, that's too much. At that point, you just always go back to the start of your life and relive it, and then da, 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 you know. Yeah, cool. But do you have nah. to decide to do it? So let's say you die within that minute. Do you have a chance to save yourself? And no. we're assuming that you can, dead, well, you can load. If back you're in. dead, you cannot go back. No, you have to. You have to physically load. Like yeah. if you just insta die. Can I put too much in that syringe? So if you yeah. die within there, you cannot go back and save yourself. No, no. Oh, is that a caveat then? Yeah, it has to be your like the last thing you do. You're like ah, press the button, <laughs> then you're back. You still got to be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. But I maintain that at my current level of skill, I could play for the greatest teams. If I just got, it would be such a fucking effort for me. I'd have you to redo would, I think over. You would suck at a lot over. more sports than you think you would. I would suck at a lot more sports than I think I would. Yeah, even given this ability. I mean, football is a is a good example. You'd probably be good at football. I think I'd be good because I could retry everything. Yeah. But would you get the muscle gain? And tri so if you always could go minute back, would your body always gain the... No, I'm not getting the, the cumulative experience um, on my muscles. So, so I'm you not can't just... do an extra rep. No, no. It doesn't count. No. Because you, you load it back. But my my thinking is that like for most sports, if given infinite time, I can pull off individual world class maneuvers at least once. Yeah, yeah, yes. But you you would still suck at all endurance sports. Yeah, but I can train that. Yeah, but yeah, but that, 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 then you might as well just be a regular old endurance athlete. Okay, I I'm, okay, I'll suck at the extreme endurance, but like the regular sports, like the team sports, I can build up enough stamina to be fine. You there. still suck at pole vaulting. Yeah, I'd still suck at pole vaulting. But I could. All I would have to do is just try it over and over again My until I can get one good pole vault, and that's all the world will ever see. They'll see that one singular pole vault. Record. Yeah, and it's the perfect like one. Like, I'm going in cold. I've never done this before, <laughs> but let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I'll try it until I get it. Yeah. But you don't get any of the muscular gains. No. Just the knowledge. Just the knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I think I could do it. Yeah. First thing you would do is go, you would go steal a credit card, go to an ATM, and then try all the numbers. All the numbers, yeah. No, I would just I would just rock up at Real Madrid, and I'd be like, give me, give me one shot. What opportunity? I'll train with this team for five minutes, and you'll see how awesome I am. And he then, awesome. and then it'll be like, oh my god, he's so awesome! Yeah, it has to be a sport that you're at least moderately acquainted with. Yeah, I need to know the rules and stuff. Yeah, be fun. All right. Uh, speaking of all that bullshit we just talked about, Guillaume, do you have a skill yeah. of the week for us? Uh, yes. <gasps> what? What? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't. Oh my oh, god! That was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. You bastard. Well, Ragnar, when's your last skill of the week? It's been a while. Um, been a while. So, skill of the week, you say? I must have one. What, what kind of skills have I been? Skilling? Skilling, of late. Um, fuck. How do you get started in composing music? I don't know. I Usually it starts with a singular idea. I don't have the skill to tell you how to start. You just gotta go from somewhere. Sometimes you gotta force it. Sometimes it comes from, I don't know. You just need one idea. This is a skill of the week, actually. This is a good skill. Thank you for that. You, don't wait for inspiration to strike. That's a mistake. 
like uh, inspir like you're never going to sit around and wait for inspiration to strike and then you're like oh my god I'm inspired and then you're going to do the thing you have to just put in the the grunt work you have to just like sit down and the thing that you want to do and you're not inspired for you have to just make yourself do it and whatever you're going to do might suck ass because you weren't inspired and that's fine and then you're just going to have to do it again tomorrow and then one day it will just like work out for you you know what i mean so like if you want to write something or you want to make music or you want to like get started on doing whatever the fuck and you're waiting for inspiration it's not going to happen you got to just you got to just grind through the writer's block i think i have a practical explanation for this yeah phenomenon yeah making music as an example mm. you sit around on your ass all day you never made music in your life waiting until you get inspired to make fantastic music yeah and then maybe perhaps you do get inspired and you want to make fantastic music but now you suck at making music because you don't know how because <laughs> you don't know how so put in the hours to learn it so that when you do get inspired you'd actually know how to execute the idea yeah absolutely we tag teamed this one to perfection thank you that's a, this that's counts as a skill that's what she said mm. <laughs> nice this counts as a skill right it's at least yes. wisdom a tip wisdom. of the week yes right. excellent yeah. do you have any parting words for us the world's not against you. The only thing that's against you is yourself. It's in connection to what you just said. Absolutely. No. It True. relates entirely to what I Truth. just said. There is no enemy. No, there is no opponent except yourself, regardless of sport. Is that true? That's incorrect. It's incorrect? For example, it's <laughs> yes, there's always an opponent. Yeah, but aren't you your main opponent there? Like, not the opponent, but like the thing that you are... You're not really playing the other person. I mean, you are, but that's it's irrelevant what they do. It's about what you do in response to what they do. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, my God. They functionally <laughs> don't exist. Nobody, yeah. Functionally, nobody else exists except me, to me, and to you. No one exists but you, right? And Guillaume, functionally, <laughs> you're the only person who exists, according to yourself. So the only <laughs> player is you. You know what I mean? I think that might be the deepest thing you've ever said. It's true. You're the only player in your life. Everyone else is irrelevant. You're just it dealing with circumstances. It sounds pretty narcissistic, but... No, no it's a little okay. bit narcissistic. It's not I'm narcissistic. I'm sure we can find a way to word it in a very nice You're way. You're just dealing with circumstance, yeah. right? Everything else, everyone else is not a human as far I as you're concerned. I disagree. We'll go into that later. All right, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, any parting words, Oli? Nah, thank you. Nice. I, I don't you care all. anyway because you're not a human. <laughs> I don't care because you don't functionally don't exist to me. Uh, one thing, one thing. Don't call me again. Don't call you again? No. <laughs> don't call this number again. All right. Uh, fine. I guess that's it forever then. Yes. Goodbye, Gwen. Keep on trucking. Bye-bye. Bye. If you're feeling low, in need of a bro. There's one thing that your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe